coming up on 5 Minutes. We can talk about somebody's story and even incorporate images that would be particularly graphic but using animation. Online, on mobile and on a podcast. This is 5 Minutes. Welcome back. Joining me today is Sally Edgar from the London-based digital agency AV Studios. They've worked with numerous clients in the education and public health sector over the course of 20 years, creating animations, designing websites and launching quizzes. I'm keen to know what makes a public health animation effective, and as the NHS introduces an online quiz to determine heart age, will such quizzes have a greater role in public health? This is 5 Minutes with Sally Edgar. Sally, thanks for joining me. Thank you. What are some of the advantages of working with animation to convey public health messages? Because of the nature of animations, um, the, the, the main benefit, um, there are multiple obviously, but the main one in this particular instance is that complex subjects, um, you know, even the most um, say complex subjects can be addressed through this medium. So. They can be complete anonymity included. So we can talk about somebody's story um, and even use quite sort of incorporate images that would be particularly graphic, but using animation can lighten the tone but still get the message across without using individual, as you would in a film, you'd have to, you know, blur out faces and, and hide voices with an animation. You can still tell the right story but not have to give individual um identities away. Would you say that animations therefore give you more creative freedom? Yeah, I think definitely. I think obviously, as you know, as I mentioned the, the anonymity, we can get very important messages and very um, detailed messages across. But they can be illustrated in quite a, a light-hearted but very receptive way. Um, and the other thing is that they can be adapted for different audiences and different languages. So voiceovers can be incorporated to use the same animation in, in, in terms of local areas, but also internationally as well on, on a global scale. Do you believe that animations can potentially help those with low literacy levels where posters and leaflets just aren't effective? Yeah, I, th- I, think, I think they can. I mean, obviously, there's a cost effective um, in terms of re- reducing print costs and, and so on. Um, and I think because of the, you know, one of the things that we believe makes animation so successful is the script. So the, the script and the message behind the animation is the key success factor um, to how, you know, how well they are received. And, and that can be adapted for different literacy levels as well. So when somebody is being spoken to and something is explained in a visual aspect rather than just giving somebody um, a book or a leaflet or a document to read, an animation really tells that story and kind of gets to the heart of the, the message that, that's trying to come across. What makes a public health animation effective? Is it the vibrancy of colours, the duration, the storyline? What is the perfect recipe for a public health animation? I think, as I just mentioned, that the script is definitely the you know the key element of a successful animation. We often say to our clients to not make it too complicated, so keep messages really simple and clear. And if there is a number of um, different messages that you need to get across, then consider co- uh, creating a series of animations rather than trying to put everything into one um, specific film. 
trying to keep them five minutes is an absolute maximum. We sort of say between three or four minutes long for a, for an ideal animation. And it doesn't have to be full of colour. You know, we mentioned before that some of the animations that we've produced have been kind of like a chalkboard effect. Mm. Um, and they've been really effective as well. It, as I said before, it all comes down to the, the script and how that is formed, how that's put together. And moving away slightly from animations, the NHS recently launched an online quiz to determine your heart age. Now, do you think that with a struggling National Health Service and advances in technology that we will see in the future more quizzes for public health that could be used for diagnosis? Well, online quizzes are undoubtedly great tools for raising awareness and and educating different audiences from professionals through to the general public and at different ages as well. You know, in terms of raising awareness of, of conditions and, you know, diseases and so on and how they can be treated. Sally Edgar, thank you. Thank you. Sally Edgar of AV Studios. This is 5 Minutes.